Hi, I'm Beverly Bilbo. My husband, Garland Bilbo, and I would like to welcome you to this broadcast tonight. We are the pastors of Praise Church of Louisiana, and we're excited to be able to have opportunities to come with ministry online to bring encouragement and life-changing teachings to those who are tuning in. I believe you're going to be encouraged by this teaching tonight, not because it's something that I prepared, but because I'm sharing with you from the Word of God. So let's open with prayer. Father, we just come to you right now. We invite the Holy Spirit to be here and to anoint this teaching as I share your word. Lord, you know everyone who will be watching this broadcast. And I ask you, Father, that you would cause this to be an encouragement to them, to bring them hope, and to remind them of your promises, which are yea and amen. Lord, I pray for every need that is represented and we praise you in advance for breakthrough and victory. Now, I wanna get into the teaching in just a moment um, by encouraging you, because there are times that every one of us goes through our life and we feel like we're alone. We feel like nobody is there for us. We feel like nobody cares, nobody relates to what we're going through. Even if you're married, you go through those times. It doesn't matter how close your marriage is. There are times that you go through situations where you feel that even your spouse cannot totally relate to being in your shoes. Maybe it's because of the responsibilities that are on your shoulder. Maybe it's, it's because of hurts that you experienced growing up and it wasn't the same story as their upbringing. Whatever the reason is, we've all been there. And not being negative, just being honest, we will probably all be there again at some time or another in our life where we feel like we're alone. But God has in his word promised us on numerous places that we are not alone and that he will never leave us alone. And another thing about that that's really encouraging to me is not only that God's not going to leave us alone, we don't have to go through this life and through challenging situations by ourselves, but it's the promise that he's already gone out before us. He's already engaged in the battle before us. You know, there's so many scriptures about that where the, the battle is the Lord's, the battle. God is going before his children. Those of us who have said, Lord, come into my life, be the Lord of my, and Savior of my life. And we have invited him in. We've given him permission. And I say giving him permission because God created us to be free will agents. So he doesn't force himself on us. It has to be yours and my conscious decision where we ask him and we invite him to come in and be the Lord of our life. And daily we repent of our sins and then we ask him again. We make sure that we get not having anything, any, anything that we have put in the way between us and God. Nothing that we're allowing to come in that relationship because we want him to be the supreme Lord and Savior of our lives. We want him to guide us and direct us in our decisions. So we have this privilege as his children to call upon him in any season. 
Now, there are times that we call upon him and we feel like he's silent. And there might be times that you even might wonder, ah, is he even hearing me? But he hears you. The word says that he knows what we need before we even ask him. So he knows our needs and he does hear us when we cry. And he invites us to have communication with him. He tells us in the New Testament, you have not because you ask not. He wants us to bring our needs to him. He wants us to draw close to him. In fact, the word says, if we will take that step and draw close to him, then he reciprocates and he draws close to us. And it's in that sequential order because he will not force himself on us. But when we are facing a challenge, when we're going through a difficulty, we have encouragement in knowing he has already gone before us. Tonight, I'm going to share a few passages with you that, that you know, uh, they, um, I can't think of the word right now, but they validate what I'm teaching you. That's what I'm trying to say. They validate what I'm teaching you. As you look in the Word of God, you're going to see this. And I encourage you to get a pen and paper and write these verses down as I'm sharing them with you because it might be something that you might want to take and put on a sticky note and put it at different places in your house, maybe on your refrigerator or your your mirror or, you know, um, uh, my husband says that at times he's taken them and he'll put them like over uh, the speedometer in the car, you know, put a little sticky note there. Wherever it is that you need to put a scripture to remind you and to help you stay encouraged, that's what I believe you should do. So here we go. The first verse we're going to read is Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8. And it says, The Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Now, if you've followed us very long, you've heard us say that 365 times in the Word of God, using variety of verbiage, God instructs His children not to have fear. Don't, don't be afraid. And this is one of those verses. It's very uh, straightforward in this verse. Do not fear or be dismayed. So God's telling us, don't even be discouraged. No matter what you're walking into, for example, if you're about to go in for a job interview, in the natural, we're human beings, so in the natural, we're just going to be real here and talk about it. We could be stressed out about that. We could be wondering, you know, I think I'm qualified for this job, but what if I don't present myself to those who are doing the interview the right way? And so what if I come across like I don't know what I'm talking about or I don't have the skill set that's needed for me to get this job? See, we, we're just humans, so we have these thoughts. We have all the what-ifs, all the hypothetical situations. They come our way. This is why it's vital to hide the Word of God in our heart. And until we have it memorized, to write it down, put it on a sticky note, put it somewhere that you're going to see it. God tells us, hide 
your word in my heart so you might not sin against me. But we also hide God's word in our heart so that in moments and times of crises, in times where we're faced with a trial and a situation and seemingly impossibility, we can draw on the word of God and it's going to bring us encouragement and remind us of his promises. This verse is powerful. I feel like everything we need is in this verse right here. I'm going to read it again and we're going to talk about it some more. What are some other ways that people might need to be reminded, maybe other instances where they might need to be reminded that God has gone before you? Well, for example, you might be going to a doctor's office to get the results of some tests that were run. Possibly you're dealing with some anxiety, some, some concern. You don't know what the report is that you're going to receive. Now, of course, we believe the report of the Lord, his report saying that we are healed, we are whole, and that no infirmity has authority over us. But again, I'm talking about being humans and walking and living in the natural situations that we become concerned about. That's, that's the type of situation. But if we remember God's gone before us, and when we walk through the doors to that doctor's office, we're not going in there alone. God's already gone before us. So, so that's an encouragement to us. That alone helps us as we focus even on the last part of this verse, it says, do not fear or be dismayed. So we don't have to be dismayed, discouraged, freaked out, worried. We don't have to because he's with us. He's an all-knowing God. He's an omniscient God, meaning he's all-powerful, all-knowing God. He's a um omnipresent God, meaning he's everywhere at the same time. And so we don't have to worry about those things because he's with us. I know in my heart that there are those watching right now that need this word of encouragement. I also know you know somebody that needs to hear this teaching. I encourage you to hit that share button. Share this with your friends and loved ones. If they're not on social media, you can copy the link from our church website at praisechurchoflouisiana.com or from our YouTube page for Praise Church of Louisiana. And you can send it in a text message and be an encouragement to someone else. We need to get this word in our heart. Why? Because specifically in the past several years, there has been such an onslaught of fear that has been perpetrated by individuals who some, you know, were so-called in authority, some are operating in illegitimate authority, and they have perpetrated fear. You know, we know that God, the word of God says that in the last days, men's hearts would fail them for fear, but we are children of God and we're not going to be a slave to fear. We're not going to allow that to control us. But how, again, do we combat that? We combat that with the word of God. Jesus himself, the way that he fought against the enemy was by using scripture, using the word of God, and he's our supreme example. And so if that is the pattern by which he combated the, the taunts and the torment of the enemy, then he set that as a standard and as a pattern for you and I to use to come against the enemy. I, I said a few minutes ago, I'm going to read this verse again, and I am. I may not even finish all these verses I wanted to share in this teaching, but hopefully I can. But let me read that one again because I feel very strongly about it. 
If you didn't get to write down the reference earlier, I encourage you, write this down. This is a verse that you probably should take some time and commit it to memory. Memorize this verse so you can quote it to yourself all the time, no matter where you are. If it's a, uh, you know, if you're an athlete, if you're a student and you're an athlete, before you go out on the field to play that game, remind yourself, God's gone before me. I'm a child of God. God's hand is upon me. I don't have to fear. I don't have to be dismayed because he is with me and he's actually already gone before me. You know, my mind goes to the 23rd Psalm because sometimes we're going into settings, situations, maybe a meeting with people that we know really don't care so much for us. In fact, they might even be an enemy. And I hate to put it that way, but it could be. Sometimes even family members react as though they're our enemy, you know? Sometimes it's a coworker that acts that way towards us and that's the spirit they emanate towards us. But the word says, even in Psalms 23, it says, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He's gone before you even to prepare a table for you so that your needs could be supplied so that you would have everything that you need. That's what he's done for you. He's going before you. So the Lord your God, wait, I'm sorry, I jumped to the next verse. Go back to Deuteronomy 31. The Lord is the one who goes ahead of you He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Now I'm going to take you to another verse in the same book of Deuteronomy, but in chapter 1, verse 30. And it says, The Lord your God who goes before you, there's that same promise again, He's gone before us will himself fight on your behalf. Wow. So why should we ever, you know, worry about or feel like we're, we're defeated in any situation? It says in this verse that God himself is fighting on your behalf, on my behalf. He's fighting for us. If God's fighting for me, what should I worry about? If God's on my side, who can be against me? Amen. Psalms 139 verse 5 says, you go before me and you follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. What a promise. I hope you're writing these down. This is Psalms 139 verse 5. He goes before you and he follows you. You know, one of the songs that's become so popular, I guess the past two to three years, I'm not really sure when it was released but it's a worship song, and it says, uh, when I feel like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. This verse right here perfectly explains that and depicts that because he's before us and he's following us. Be encouraged tonight. I take authority over the lies of the enemy that has caused you to have so much discouragement oppression, even depression. I take authority over a spirit of loneliness. You are not alone. There may not be another human being in the room with you, but God himself 
is there with you and he loves you and he will he will give you a loving embrace when you cry out to him and you ask him to make himself manifest to you he will manifest his love and his power and his presence to you i've been in situations before where although i could not see god it was a there was such a a powerful presence that was there with me in the room whether i was at home whether I was in a hospital room, whether I was in my vehicle or in a public setting or in church where it was like I felt him tangibly, his tangible presence and him embracing me and saying, be encouraged, lift your head up. I'm here with you. He will do the same for you. So I take authority over all of the, the discouragement, the, the loneliness and the hurt and the pain. Satan, you are a defeated foe. And I take authority over your lies that you've been deceiving people and causing them to feel hopeless. Lord, and we release hope into every person watching this broadcast. Hope into that situation right now in the precious name of Jesus. Let's jump to another verse out of Isaiah chapter 52, verse 12. It says, for the Lord will go before you. I mean, the, all of these verses are saying the same thing. The Lord will. It doesn't say he may be or he might. It says he will go before you and the God of Israel will be your rear guard. So this kind of parallels with the verse that uh, the psalmist David wrote in Psalms 139.5 where it says he's going before us and he is following us. That's kind of the same thing that the prophet Isaiah wrote here. Isaiah 52.12, for the Lord will go before you and he will be your rear guard. When I feel like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. He's surrounding you. He's enveloping you. He's hovering over you. He's speaking life to you. He's speaking hope to you, encouragement. He's breaking the demonic force of fear off of your life. You just must be receptive to it. Because again, he won't force himself. Isaiah, we're going to read another verse here from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 45, verse 2. I will go before you and I will level the mountains. I will break down gates of bronze and I will cut through bars of iron. Now, who out there can read this verse and still feel like you're hitting yourself and your head up against a wall, like that there's a blockade there and you can't get beyond it? I mean, how can we focus on that when we've got this level of a promise from God? This is a personal promise to each of us from God our Father. He's going before us. He's going to level the mountains that seem to be in our way, the impossibilities. He's going to break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. I'm reminded there's a, a, a passage that says <clears throat> that, that we are the apple of his eye. Y'all, he's crazy about us. He loves us. He adores us. We are his creation, and he wants us to have a relationship with him and he desires for us to have such a, a understanding and revelation of his promises that we can walk in victory. You know, I, I 
I feel like I sound like a broken record sometimes because I so frequently refer to the passage in the New Testament that says Christ causes us to triumph. He's working on our behalf all the time. Psalms 136 verse 16 says to him who led his people through the wilderness, he led them, he went before them. It says his loving kindness is everlasting. God cares for you. He knows right where you are. He knows that family situation that seems impossible. He knows that family member who feels like they are all alone. And if, if we are receptive and if we are led by him, he will show us how to share these verses of encouragement with the people that we love to share his word with them and to bring hope and encouragement into their life and into their situation. You know, we say this all the time, the situations we go through are really not about us. They're really all about our seed and the next generation. But God allows us to go through tri trials and challenges so that through those times of testing that we can grow and we can mature in him and that we can learn vital lessons which we can use to minister into the lives of others. You know, I, um, I want to share a couple of other things here, passages. God's always a step ahead of us. And we read that in two of these verses specifically like that. But, excuse me, each of them, each of these verses that we have read have stated that God is going before us. He has gone before us. Isaiah 41 verse 10 is a great verse of encouragement. It says, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God is saying he does not want his children to be slaves to fear. He also does not want us to be in bondage, worried and stressed out because we feel like we're going through a battle alone. Maybe tomorrow or in the coming days, you've got to walk into a courtroom and there's anxiety regarding that as you, in your humanity, are wondering what will the verdict be? What will the outcome of this trial be? How's it going to go? He's already gone before you. He's already prepared the way for you. Several of these verses we've read, at least two that I know of right now without reading them again, said, do not be dismayed. Do not have fear. He doesn't want you to be discouraged. God wants us to put our trust in him, to totally yield our trust to him. And he wants to work so miraculously in our lives. The Bible says in the New Testament, I don't remember the, the exact reference for it, but it says he wants to do so many things for us so that everyone around us will see our profiting God wants to do such a transformation in your life 
such a, a turnaround in your life, such a breakthrough, such a divine intervention that everybody that knows you, everybody that's been watching you is going to be amazed because they will, they will have to, even if they won't say it and admit it out loud, they will have to know this was the hand of God that worked on your behalf and turned this situation around. See, that's, he wants to do that. He wants to bless us because he loves us, because we're his seed. James 1.17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift cometh from above, from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good thing that comes our way comes from our Heavenly Father. He wants to do good things for his children, but he's also blessing us so that all of those around can see. My, my mind is automatically going to the passage when Lazarus was called forth out of, of the tomb out of, after he had been dead and he was called forth and Jesus made the statement to Mary, Martha, everybody else that was standing around that this really wasn't so much about them and about the miracle happening on their behalf, but it was happening so that all of those that were standing by and watching could see and could see the divine intervention of Almighty God. God wants to do that kind of miracle for you. Press in and have faith and believe and have an expectant heart. Expect Him to do the miraculous for you, for your children, for your court case for your job interview, for your child at school, for every situation in your life, expect it, expect him to do the impossible, not just for you, but so all that are in your path, people you've been praying for, people that you've been witnessing to and they just wouldn't receive it, but if they see a, a, a miracle, they're gonna have to admit that God is alive, that God is a God of love, that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's going to challenge them to make a decision for God when they see what he's doing for you. I um, want to share this also in, in the book of Judges, chapter 4 and 5. It's a passage that teaches about Deborah. When Deborah was a judge and uh, that they were going out to battle, and as there was intimidation and Barak, who was leading the army, he mentioned to Deborah and that he basically that he was intimidated, like, we can't do this. And if you're not going with me, I'm not going. And he, he, they were outnumbered that the army, that the enemy's army was so vast. And and the children of Israel, they did not have the same type of weaponry and equipment. They had none. They had no equipment, no weaponry to use in this battle. And it's, I mean, by all you know, logical thinking, there's no way they could win this battle, none, unless it was a supernatural intervention. And I love what Deborah responded to him. In fact, I preached this on, I think this was the sermon I preached on the very first Mother's Day I preached back many, many years ago, but I know this was the first sermon I preached on the life of Deborah. This title of it was, is not the Lord gone out before thee? That was Deborah's response. And as we're bringing this broadcast to a close, 
I'm going to lead you in prayer in just a moment to be an encouragement to you and to let you know we're standing with you. In fact, go to praisechurchoflouisiana.com, write us a message, email us, let us know what your prayer needs are so we can stand with you. You don't need to be fearful, discouraged, or dismayed. Just as Deborah said here, is not the Lord gone out before thee? And we know that he has. And we've shared several verses tonight that just reiterate and validate that God loves you and he's with you. He promised never to leave you or forsake you. Father, we come to you as we close this broadcast. We thank you because of who you are. Lord, if there are those watching tonight that have not had that experience of salvation, I ask that you speak to them and challenge them that they would make you, dear Lord, their Savior, and that they would yield their lives to you today. Lord, we ask you for healing. We ask you for divine intervention, Lord, for every challenge, every seemingly impossible situation. Lord, we give it to you. We place it in your hands. And we have expectant hearts to see just how you're going to work the situations out because we know you love us, you care about us, and your word is filled with promises to each of us of how you're going to work for us and you're turning all things for the good of those who love you and those that are called according to your purpose. Father, I speak peace to everyone that may be dealing with anxiety, stress, and the what ifs, those type of situations. Give them peace supernaturally, Lord. We bless your name and we thank you that we do know the Lord is gone out before us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. Thanks for being with us tonight. Be sure that you watch our broadcast on Wednesdays and Sundays. And if, if you can't watch at the time we're on, it's okay. All of our ministry is archived and you can go and watch it at a later time. And like I said earlier, you can copy those links and share it with friends. PraiseChurchOfLouisiana.com And remember this, God has a miracle just for you.